We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. One and all. Glad you're here today. Bill Michael's show, special day. Festivus is always a special day, so we got that today. And we're going to be talking to some Packers coming up here in just a little bit. Peter Bukowski, uh, Locked on Packers podcast, going to be joining us, PackerReport.com. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends over there at, uh, at BetQL. BetQL, by the way, if you are looking for a betting app. Now, it's not a betting app in the sense you can place a bet, but it does if you are a person that likes to put a little wager down every now and then. Go to BetQL, download the app, and you'll get all the information you're going to be needing to make a more intelligent, more thoughtful, more thought-out bet. Otherwise, you can just go to BetQL.com, download it, and put it on your uh, laptop or your desktop or whatever it is you're using, and uh, and check it out. BetQL. Go to BetQL.com. It's not a betting app. But it is your resource to be the best you can be when it comes to wagering. So there you go. Go to betql.com, betql, download the app. Uh, we'll be talking with uh, with Peter uh, Bukowski coming up here momentarily. I do. I want to get. There's been some people that have been on hold a while. I, I want to get to Cody listening to us in Eau Claire on 105.1 out there, our fine affiliate. Cody, how you doing today? What's up? Doing great. How you doing, Bill? Doing well, man. What's on your mind? All right, I got three grievances, and I just want to touch on them and then get your thoughts. Yes. Okay. One, Corey Lindsley getting snubbed out of the Pro Bowl. Big Bob Tanyan getting robbed out of the Pro Bowl. Two, the Pro Bowl in general. And then three, anybody that thinks that Giannis doesn't play defense. What's your thoughts? Happy holidays. Uh, if you've never seen – okay, boy, that's some good stuff. Appreciate it. Um, it's Corey Lindsley and Robert Tanyan. Corey Lindsley – when you don't hear about a center, you tend to forget about them, and that means they're doing their job. And you don't ever hear about Corey Lindsley. All you hear is about you know Lindsley on a pulling block, Lindsley setting up uh, blocking schemes. You know you never hear the negative side because he doesn't have it. I mean, has he made mistakes? I'm sure he has, but his mistakes are few and far between. So when you hear about a guy like Corey Lindsley getting snubbed, probably because more of injury than anything. Okay, but certainly. Uh, an incredible season, and think of it this way, he's up for contract. So a guy that is pretty much what many thinks to be, thought to be a pro bowler, you hate to lose that guy at the end of the season. So that Robert Tanya, Robert Tanya when you talk about Tanya, Tanya's numbers, his touchdown numbers specifically, really, really good. And why he did, it's probably going to take him a year or two. Maybe next year he gets more recognition. Uh, and then uh, going back to uh, some of the other things, Giannis, uh, you're talking about people that say he doesn't play defense. The people are crazy. People are absolutely crazy. I'll get more into that coming up. But uh, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Peter Bukowski, Locked on Packers podcast, Packers, uh, PackersReport.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. 
And uh, and Peter, let's start off with that. Corey Lindsley, Robert Tanyan, not getting the nod for the Pro Bowl. Uh, how big of a snub is this, and how much did it anger you? And you haven't been able to sleep at nights because of it. <laughs> well, I try not to to get too worked up about Pro Bowl nominations because over the last few years, especially, we've seen how silly this all can get with some of the fan voting and. And I made the joke on Twitter that the Evan Ingram Pro Bowl vote was brought to you by preseason fantasy football rankings, uh, not what actually transpired on the field. I mean, there's just there's no doubt about it that Robert Tanyan has been one of the best tight ends in football this season. Um, if you like advanced analytics, and I know Marquez Valdez-Scantling on Twitter joked about not knowing what DVOA is, but according to Football Outsiders, um, their their value over average metric, only two tight ends have actually mattered in terms of creating value this season. And it's Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in the league, and uh, Big Bob Tunyon. So I think that tells you what you need to know there. And Corey Lindsley, look, I mean, he's the best pass-blocking center in football. He's consistently um, getting guys in the right positions, getting the protections and, and all of that stuff down. And I just I think he goes unnoticed because this is Aaron Rodgers and, and because, you know, David Bakhtiari is finally getting the recognition he deserves. Um, I, I, I don't understand why people don't understand how good Corey Lindsley is, uh, but, you know, maybe it's going to take him going somewhere else in free agency and being good there and, and maybe the Packers having an issue before we realize how good Corey Lindsley was. That was going to be my next question is uh, my assumption is Corey Lindsley's out the door. But uh, your assumption basically is the same? Yeah, I think so. And, and we've seen Elton Jenkins play well enough at center. I, mean, I think Elton Jenkins can be one of the best centers in football, too. Um, if they decide to go that route, I think if they, if they go with Lucas Patrick, they could have some issues. Um, but uh, Elton Jenkins is a reasonable and, and potentially very good succession plan. Uh, they have, with the draft, what they did in 2020 – they didn't take a receiver. I don't know if you heard that, Bill. Uh, but they did take a lot of offensive line. It was rumored. <laughs> and I think they're, they're setting themselves up to, to have, you know, a, a long track record of success, as they have, you know, going back to the Ted Thompson era of finding, drafting, and developing these guys. How big of a game is this in your mind coming up on Sunday night? Well, I, I think it's one of those weird games where it matters more to the fans than, than the team. And, and at the same time, I think they understand that this is a, met, a measuring stick game. And I talked to one of the players um, a, a week or two before the Colts game, and they were like, look, we're going to find out how good we are against the Colts. I think they viewed that this game as that. But we've seen over the years in, in games where teams don't need need to win them, um, they, they don't always play with the, the same sense of urgency. And I'm not just talking about the Packers. We see this around the NFL. Um, and even in a game last year in Week 17, the Packers knew they were in the playoffs. They come out against a divisional opponent with David Blau, and they don't play particularly inspired ball until they absolutely have to in the second half. We know that, that the Packers could go into that game on Sunday night knowing they don't have to, to beat the Titans. And we know now they don't have to beat the Titans as long as they beat the Bears, but it's possible that that they don't, they don't have to win this game under any circumstances uh, going into it. So um, I, I think Matt LaFleur is really going to have his work cut out for him this, this week, getting these guys motivated. It's Christmas week. And, and yet, if, if you feel like you have a good culture, and I think Green Bay does, then you feel good about this team saying, we need to go out every week and prove that we're a Super Bowl caliber team. And I think coming off a game last week where – they didn't play particularly well, especially on offense. 
it's going to be easier to, to motivate these guys to say, hey, let's go out and just kick the, the rear ends of this Titans team. It's a bad defense. You know, make everyone forget about Derrick Henry. I, uh, I I look at the matchup between these two teams, and I can't help but think if this thing turns into a shootout, does Ryan Tannehill have the ability to go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers if indeed at some point you could get Tennessee to somewhat abandon the – now, they're not going to get rid of Derrick Henry completely, but if it becomes, say, a two-score game, you're up 14 with a couple of touchdowns and Aaron Rodgers looks to be in a groove, at some point you got to say, hey, wait a minute, we might have to go toe-to-toe with this guy. Does Tannehill have that ability? I think he does in part because – um, you never fully have to have to get away from the run game because Henry is so good. And also, he's so good in the screen game. And now they have more than just A.J. Brown. They have Jonu Smith at tight end. They have Corey Davis, who's having you know, a, a bit of a breakout season here uh, in year four, which, which Packer fans know that, that receivers can take time. It happened with Jordy Nelson. It happened with Devontae Adams. And maybe we're seeing it happen a little bit with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. If he needs to go straight drop, though, and he needs to, you know, it needs to be three and five step drops, and they got to play out a shotgun and three receivers, that's not how Tennessee wants to play. And and so the thing that I've been saying all year about this Packers defense, especially this run defense, is the Packers' best run defense is the offense. If the Packers are going to put up points every drive, I mean, if they're going to have eight or ten possessions and they're going to score on five or six of those possessions, it becomes really hard to stick with Derrick Henry unless he's ripping off chunk runs. And so if you can limit the chunk runs, I think that is, is going to put you in a really good position to, to you know, at, at least make this offense play in a way that it, it doesn't want to necessarily. Now that's just, we know, much easier said than done. Every team knows that they have to, they have to play that way. And yet, you know, only three or four teams in a given year have, have been able to do it over the last two seasons. Talking with uh, Peter Bukowski, uh, Locked on Packers podcast, also PackerReport.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Defensively speaking, has this defense gotten better, or are they facing competition that just allows them to look better? I think it's both. And what you can do when you face uh, inferior competition is you can hone your identity, and I think that's what the Packers have done. If you go back, that, that Week 8 performance against the Minnesota Vikings, which was dreadful, and Dalvin Cook has the touchdown record since then, um, they have been – the seventh best defense in the league by EPA per play estimated points added and 11th against the run. And you don't, you, I mean, like no one needs to understand the numbers and, and what they specifically mean other than to say that this defense has played well over the last two weeks. And part of that is Chris Barnes is playing more and playing better. It's Kamel Martin is playing more and playing better, but guys like Kenny Clark are playing at an elite level. Again, Zadarius Smith is disrupting again, winning their one-on-one matchups. And that's something that they can do against this Titans team. Um, they've had some injuries along the offensive line. I think if you look at the edges, the offensive tackles uh, are, are places that the Packers can exploit. And, and nothing kills outside zone runs, and the Packers know this, more than uh, quick penetration. Well, Mike Pettin, his defense prizes that early penetration. So Zadarius Smith as that, that A-gap rover, Kenny Clark winning early inside. They've run blitzed more with Darnell Savage, which I think is something we'll see in this game. And they've gone to a lot more single high looks. Um, you know, over the last month, they've played, uh, I think it's over 55% single high look, whether it's man coverage or zone coverage. Well, if you're going to play single high, um, you know, uh, against any team, you want to do it against the Titans because you want that extra guy in the box to stop the run. So I think the defensive improvement is real but it's certainly going to be tested against one of the best offenses in football. And in my opinion, 
the only offenses in this in, in the in the NFL that are better than Green Bay uh, are Kansas or is Kansas City, and the only two offenses better than the Titans are Green Bay and Kansas City. Yeah, I, uh, I I would concur, and that's the reason I think we all circle this game and say, you know what, uh, if the Packers win this, then I think at that point in time you can jump in with both feet into the pool of, okay, I think they can actually win a Super Bowl. And I think that's what a lot of fans are waiting for, just kind of sitting there with your arms folded going, okay, show me something. If they do it on Sunday night, it legitimizes the hope. And if they get beat and get beat in the same fashion – I think you're going to have a lot of people jumping off the bandwagon and uh, off of the bridges into the water below saying, <laughs> uh, wash, rinse, repeat. And that's what people are going to be expecting. Yeah, and, and you know, what's funny about that is let's say the Packers go out and they lose, you know, 38-24 or something. If they beat the Bears, they're still the number one seed. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, the train still runs through Lambeau Field. And, you know, it's no harm, no foul in that way. Now, of course, you still got to go beat the Bears who are suddenly playing well. And, and then you're still going to host a playoff game in round two against Tampa or Seattle or someone like that, a team that can absolutely come in and, and stress you. But, um, you know, look, the, the Packers are still very much in control of, of this thing. They're still the favorites in the NFC right now. All of the, the betting odds have them there after the, the Saints loss. And part of that is because the, the NFC is still going to go through Lambeau Field in all likelihood. So, uh, to your to your point and, and what we were talking about earlier, this is one of those measuring stick games where you find out how good you are. And if they do win, I mean, it, it's going to be obvious that they're the favorite. I think. And and to your point, I think everyone is going to start saying, "Okay, this is a this has got Packers Chiefs written all over it." And man, I, I, I think even non-Packer fans um, would be pretty excited about that. No doubt. Good stuff uh, talking to you. We appreciate it. We're going to chat more uh, once we get to the postseason. Okay, Peter? Appreciate it, Bill. Thanks, pal. There you go. Peter Bukowski, uh, Locked on Packers podcast, PackersReport.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Pella now, pay later. They install year-round. That's right. If you have leaky doors and windows, there is no reason that right now you can start saving on your energy bills both in winter and in summer. And better still, like I said, they've got Pella now and pay later. What does that mean to you? No money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months right now. Plus, you save an extra 500 bucks on those qualifying offers. And that keeps that jingle in your pocket, especially this time of year. We all know we could use it. But this deal only runs through the end of the year. So you have basically today and tomorrow. Uh, and then over the weekend and back into next week. And then, you know, you get into New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and all of a sudden it's gone. So you're running out of time. If you haven't looked at it, and, and there's, it doesn't cost you anything to make a phone call or anything to go to PellaWI.com. Go to PellaWI.com or stop into the Experience Centers uh, in Madison, which they have a new one now. They also have one in Milwaukee and one in Green Bay. But just go to PellaWI.com if you're thinking about Windows. The four things everybody wants, right? One, you want, to, you want them to work. You want them to be economical, right? You want them to be beautiful. Uh, you want them to be safe and secure. I think that's huge for people. And you want the value of your home to go up. All four of those things happen when you install with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. We'll get back into the airing of the grievances on this, a Festivus Day on the Bill Michael Show next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I got a lot of problems with you people. 
them girls loose. TJR. Don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. Mr. Worldwide. But I do. I do. You don't get them girls loose. loose. You don't get the world loose. loose. You don't get money. But I do. It is a Festivus, and we're ready. We're ready. Today is Festivus. Got a lot of people chiming in. If you want to hit us up, do so, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. You can find us there. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You know what's really weird is I've been pushing, like, 21, 22,000 followers on, on Twitter for a while. I think Twitter's like putting a cap on me. Every time I get to 21,000, 22,000, all of a sudden I'll lose 50 in a day. You know, and then I got to build it back up again. And I, so I don't know. Let's see. If you haven't followed me yet on Twitter, follow the hell out of me today. You know, and see I, if by tomorrow. Go ahead, Joe. No, you know what? And I, I usually I don't I, I don't complain about this, but I've noticed that too this year. Like I have been sitting at fifty nine hundred followers now for almost a year, and I got really close to six thousand, and then I started losing followers. Like I think I lost like two hundred followers over the course of the last few months. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. if that's because of COVID or people have stopped going on social media. I, I don't know, but I've experienced the same exact thing. Yeah, I don't know if people are getting throttled or if they put something up or some kind of a wall or what it is, but I, I don't know. It's it's been it's been weird, and I, like I said, I've I've bounced around between. I don't know, you know, I've watched it steadily go in Packer season. Usually, I'll add one or two thousand, and I have stayed right almost at the exact same number. And it's not like you don't notice because at first you're thinking, okay, maybe a thread goes up and people get angry and people are swearing at each other and you're a part of that. So everybody that follows you is seeing it and maybe that's a turnoff. Okay, I understand that. But every day, you know, I'll get 20 followers and all of a sudden I'll lose 30. And then I'll get 50 and I'll lose 40. It's, it's just, it's really weird. So anyway, um, but if you want to follow us, uh, follow me over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels or at Radio Joe Sports. Uh, at Radio Joe Sports, at Evan Heff 25. Yeah, follow at him, Heff too. 25. Follow Evan Heffelfinger. Heff, uh, Evan Heffelfinger. So, uh, I, you know, he's he's a good follow, too. So, anyway, check us out over there on uh, on Twitter. You can find us on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash Michael Show. And, actually, that's gone up because I didn't really put a lot of stuff as far as effort into raising the awareness on the Facebook fan page. But that went from, like, 17,000 to 18,500 or something like that all of a sudden. So that, that thing's been on the rise. So I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, I don't know what Zuckerberg's doing, but whatever he's doing, it it's it's, it's angering me. It, it's like wearing sandpapered underwear. I'm just, I'm irritated. So there you have it. Uh, you can also just give us a call, 855-830-8648. Uh, God, our buddy Stephen Richfield says, my two grievances, all of the national sports media fabricating stories and developing false innuendo, in particular about the articles that were written about Giannis going to the Lakers or the Heat. If you don't have the facts, don't make this blank up. Number two, the local fans that always complain about the Packers and the Bucks, even when they're winning, if you hate it so bad, move to Chicago, see how it works out down there, how we look in Happy Festivus. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. I got a lot Steve, of problems know. with you people. 
Uh, this one's from a Brad who says, my festivist grievances are, in no particular order, Packers passive prevent defense, college football playoffs never giving a non-power five a shot, LaRusa getting another job in baseball, Big Ten screwing up the football season, and finally Manfred is the commissioner between insulting the trophy and only playing 60, ga- 60 games after all the negotiation sucks. That's from Brad. They're throwing the ball right in here, and that's why all these idiots up there, not idiots, all the fans are yelling and yelling. Uh, this one's from Mark, who says, I love the Festivus show. My poll is up, and it's proud. Uh, my grievance, Aaron Rodgers leading the universe in not throwing the ball to an open dump-off receiver on third down. Full disclosure, uh, he's been much better this year, though. And uh, that is uh, Mark, our buddy Mark. There you go. Still looking for our poll. Still, still have not found the Festivus poll. Still have not found it. Um, I, I, I'm just, I am just distraught right now. I'm gonna say that's this uh, is this that's is not a, Festivus without the poll. We should have put it in our Festivus closet, and I guess we didn't. Our buddy Steve did uh, send us a an email on how to make a Festivus poll. So uh, in case we don't find it, we'll make a Festivus poll next year. And, it's a uh, Festivus miracle. It could be. It could be. I get it. So uh, he said, you get a flag pole, you put it together. All you need is a saw, a little bit of wood, and you're you're good to go. There you have it. Okay, uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, uh, hit us up. Happy Festivus today. We got a lot of people chiming in on the Facebook fan page, which is always, always, always good. Uh, watching games where they are few, if any, fans. I felt like I was watching spring training games instead of baseball playoffs today. That's from Tom. Tom says the fact, or uh, Corey says the fact that spring sports were canceled when nothing was happening compared to now. Uh, Sam says all the protesting in sports. Uh, Corey says the Jordan Love draft pick uh, is my festivist gripe. Uh, Antonio says the WIAA limiting wrestling to a dual meet every seven days while basketball can play multiple times per week and sometimes on back-to-back occurrences. Uh, Carl says all sports in general being messed up by COVID. Uh, Rick says, I guess I should be happy that the Packers are relevant, but the fact that they are, have so many late games and evening games angers me. He says something different, but I, I'm, I'm cleaning it up just in case, uh, kids are out shopping for Christmas. Um, Kathleen just says, I have no idea, no idea where to start. Where do you start this year? Uh, 2020. Uh, this one's from Tim. Stop politicizing sports. Be prepared to continue to lose your fan base and revenue. Uh, Rick Rich says Packers kick coverage uh, as far as his uh, Festivus. This one is uh, from Gary. says, haven't been to a hockey game since March. Didn't get to see the AHL playoffs either. Uh, as if those never happened, Dep- depriving Mo- Milwaukee of a title in the process, not being able to go to a Packers game like we planned to. This just sucks. Uh, Alex says, not letting fans in the Lambeau field. No reason they can't have ten to 15,000 there. Um, <laughs> Craig says, the Bucks donating the second-round pick to the Human Fund for tampering that goes on every day. If they finish the deal, it's not tampering. That I agree with. That's a, that's a great Seinfeld reference right there. Human Fund, by the way. Uh, Don says, my festivus gripe is I did not get to one single Brewers game last year. Um, Steve says our team's on the brink of a championship, but never seeming to get, to get there. And, uh, Aaron again says my only agreements, not including some fans that are still not taking the Packers as serious contenders. So plenty of room via the Festivus world to jump in 
We can continue up with some of these a little bit later on the program as well. Matt LaFleur, head coach of your Green Bay Packers. You're going to hear some of his comments. Also, Aaron Rodgers coming up after the top of the hour. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are here. Don't forget, coming up uh, tonight, 6 to 8, the Bill Michaels Huddle, presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Mike Clemens going to be here. Also, Radio Joe Zenzola going to be here. Looking forward to it. Coming up tonight, 6 to 8, on many of these same stations. Head coach of your Green Bay Packers, uh, Matt LaFleur, just uh, wrapped up his presser with the media. Let's take a listen to some of the things he had to say. There you go. That was the uh, the head coach, your Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur, and yeah, he'd love to see some time with uh, the young guys, but just, uh, it's just, Aaron's been stable, and depending on what happens the rest of the season, as far as the last week, we'll have to wait and see, but uh, he'd love to get him on the field just to give him some live action, but it is what it is, and you got more, you know, bigger fish to fry, so to speak. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll come back. Got some more things to discuss. Hey, guys, get ready, uh, because you know the holiday season's here. Christmas, the beginning, then New Year's, then you get into the bowl season, then you get into the uh, the college football playoffs, then you get into the Super Bowl and playoffs and uh, for the NFL and such. Boy, you got a lot going on. You want to be out and about. You want to stay at home. You want to have some friends over. You want to go out and join some friends. Whatever it happens to be, if you're sluggish, if you're moody, you may have the low T. Uh, my friends over at Newmont Medical Center, they can help you with that just like they help me. And you're going to have plenty of energy to enjoy all that the holidays and the new year has to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, what better gift can you give your partner than a healthy love life? The medical experts at Newmont Medical Center, they've got a 98% success rate at treating guys with ED. That's without all the nasty side effects of the pills or the creams. And I know a lot of food this time of year. I understand it. You're cooped up. You're inside. You're eating. Uh, You don't have to go into the new year with the pot gut. You can start working on it right now. Or just maybe say the New Year's resolution is this, and I'm going to lose the COVID fat. All you got to do is call one phone number, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the Numo Medical Center, Green Bay, Milwaukee, all the different locations. One phone number, 414-455-4451. Just give them a call, and they can help. They can help. They almost, almost guarantee it, but they can help. It's up to you, of course, but... No doubt. 414-455-4451. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Border to Border. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Titans Sunday night. Now, when it's working, Green Bay's offense runs the football featuring Aaron Jones, scores early, then drops back to get the passing game going to Devontae Adams. But against the Panthers, Green Bay was shut 
shut down. So what do they do when Devontae faces double, sometimes triple coverage? Matt LaFleur. You got to stay patient and, and take what they're giving you. And like the last game, I mean, they did not want us to throw the ball to them. And now we can get more creative in terms of just making sure we're moving them around and putting them in different positions. But, you know, ultimately, it was a game where they were going to not take away the run and they were going to take away the pass. Did Adams take it in stride? No, I was pissed. I was definitely pissed. You know, I was just hot just all around the flow we had. And obviously, I wasn't I wasn't a huge um, part of the game at that point. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a competitor, a high-level competitor. I'm going to be pissed off many more times, probably next game at some point, too. That's Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good stuff, as always, from our good buddy Mike Clements. He's going to be joining us tonight, as a matter of fact, coming up on the Bill Michaels Huddle, presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Radio Joe Zinzola going to be here 6 to 8 tonight. Uh, one of the things, it came out, and I know everybody went, oh, my God. Uh, I don't think it was that close. I think it was just something where it's kind of like you, you wish you could play with certain people. Uh, but there were some talks about Damian Lillard and Giannis in the offseason uh, was, I guess, you know, he's uh, struck up a relationship with Damian Lillard. They like each other. They've kind of discussed, you know, maybe one day playing together. Uh, but everybody then assumed, at least uh, according to, again, again sources, um, you know, everybody said he was going to go to Miami, and then he was going to Toronto, and then he was going to go play in L.A. because he wanted to win a championship, and then he wanted to go to the Clippers. And now it's Phoenix. Phoenix was an under-the-radar team, or that, excuse me, the Portland Trailblazers was an under-the-radar team that uh, that said that's where Giannis was going to go had he not signed the Supermax. The point is he did. He did exactly what we thought he would do. Tell the organization, hey, look, make sure we continue to strive to be the best. They did. Had they said, no, we're not going to do that, we don't want to trade away anybody, we want to do it on the cheap, whatever, then, yeah, he could say, okay, I've got the power. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. But it, you knew it was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. You know? It was never going to happen. Lillard uh, built up a reputation as one of the uh, perimeter point guards in the league. And uh, both he and Giannis reportedly had an admiration for one another. Um, this uh, the, the, the quote was, uh, I'm trying to be careful now. I'm saying this. I, I don't want to get to, to saying it's recruiting. But sources said that uh, both uh, of them were talking to each other about the possibility of what it would be like playing with each other, you know, when their contracts allowed them to do so. I believe Dane was trying to tell Giannis about what it would be like uh, him playing in Portland and the same vice versa, what it would be like for Damian Lillard to come to Milwaukee. So both guys would love to play together. And both guys said, hey, why don't you come here? And both guys said, no, I'm staying. You know, Giannis obviously had the option to do so, but I, I think this was nothing more than a couple of guys that would say, hey, it'd be great to play together. It's kind of like when Bryce Harper was talking about playing with Chris Bryant and their dogs were named Wrigley or whatever the hell it was, and all the uh, all the speculation was he was definitely going to Chicago because they just wanted to play together. Well, they did, but business is business. It was never going to happen. You knew that. Well, it never was going to pan out. So I think the same thing here. The conclusion of all of this basically is that uh, Lillard's current deal expires at the end of this coming season, but a four-year extension immediately kicks in that will keep him locked in with the Portland Trailblazers for the next several years. Meanwhile, Giannis signed that five-year extension, so neither guy really going anywhere unless they figure out some kind of a trade. 
Otherwise, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So, was something that gave people pause for concern, but in the long run, nah, baby, nah. Nope. Not it. When we come back, we're going to hear from the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Get into that discussion. Also, we got some Buck season predictions. I got mine. I, I put mine out there last night. So, and uh, we'll, we'll discuss. Got a lot more coming up. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 